Hey, Mindy here. And before we start the show, I just wanted to invite you and your family to become members of the World Organization of Wowzers. Members of the WOW not only help to support the making of this show, but there are some pretty big perks in it for you, too. With your membership, you'll receive a welcome box with a members-only t-shirt, an autographed photo of Guy Raz and me, plus annual birthday greetings, digital access to over 700 episode-specific activities, and more. Plus, for every membership purchased, Tinkercast will donate a teacher membership to an underserved classroom via FirstBook. Grown-ups, for more on becoming members of the World Organization of Wowzers, just visit tinkercast.com slash membership. Thank you so much for your support. Now, please enjoy this brand new episode of Wow in the World. Could give him a call. Hey, Guy Raz! Put a little pep in your step! We got roller coasters to ride! Hi, Mindy! Oh, hey, Dennis! What are you two doing? Just waiting for Guy Raz to come outside and get in the ice cream truck. We're all supposed to go to that new amusement park that just opened Biomimicry World. Biomimicry world, where it's nature's way or the highway. Yeah, yep, that's the one. Oh my gosh, Mindy. Uh huh. This one time at Biomimicry World, uh-huh. Mother and I were waiting in line at the Gecko Wall Experience, uh-huh. and you wouldn't believe it. Mikey Moose, yes, Mikey Moose, uh-huh. walked right up to me and sang his famous song. Uh-huh. It's a biodiverse world after all. It was incredible. Uh-huh. I'm telling you, Mindy, the magic, uh-huh. the wonder, the all-you-can-eat hot dog buffet. Hey, Roz. Hey. Hey, Mindy, uh, sorry I'm late. My zoodle set my alarm for 8 a.m. Berlin time again. Hey, guy. Oh, hey, Dennis. Uh, are you coming with us to Biomimicry World? Oh, I'd love to, but no. Actually, I was just telling Mindy about the time I went to Biomimicry World when I was, um, let's see. Uh, how old was I yesterday? <laughs> okay, Dennis. Uh, well, uh, we really should be heading off. We're already late. Okay, have fun. If you see Douglas the Dolphin... Tell him I said, Oh boy, Mindy, I am so excited for this trip. It's been so long since I've visited a theme park. I know, me too, and I love parks. Dog parks, national parks, neighborhood parks, parallel parks. Uh, But I think theme parks are my favorite. Really? Oh, yeah. The rides, the games, the crowds, the vomit. It's what days like today were made for. Uh-huh. Oh, Bongo and the Big Toot are just about to come on. Let me just turn on the radio here. 
Whoa, you're tuned in to Bongo and the Big Two. In the morning on 97WOW. This show. Hey, Toot, you hear about this new theme park that's open just outside of town? Ha <laughs> ha, of course I've heard of it. We play their commercial like 17 times an hour. Biomimicry world, it's nature's way or the highway. Hey, hey, that's where we're going, Mindy. Ha <laughs> so biomimicry, what even is that? Actually, in your case, it's pronounced Biomimicry. What? It is? <laughs> yeah, because your B.O. is making me cry. <laughs> I don't get it. Oh, they were just joking around, Reg. That's right, because biomimicry is actually when we humans look to nature to get ideas for inventions that might be able to help us out. Yeah, like how scientists have studied how termites keep their mounds cool inside even when it's boiling hot outside, and that's helped them to figure out how to cool down office buildings. Yeah, or how scientists have studied ants and how they move in and out and around their giant colonies. Knowing this has helped to make traffic and roadways more efficient for us humans. Right, and all the rides at Biomimicry World are inspired by nature in the same way. I can't wait to see this place for myself. I'm so excited, Mindy. Are we almost there? Yep, in fact, I see it now. Look, Guy Ross. Look, Reggie. Wow. Now I just need to find a place to park here. Here we go. Right at the front gates. Perfect. Uh, Mindy, uh, this sign says no stopping. I'm not stopping. I'm parking. Come on. Uh, okay, next. <clears throat> Hello there. We would like one full-priced and one child-priced ticket, please. All right, then. Wait, there was. Like you're 12 and under. Mindy, I'm not 12 years old. Yeah, way to blow our cover. <sighs> Two full price tickets, please. Okie doke, that'll be $150. We accept check, cash, chocolate, secondhand workout equipment, and American doll hairs. Uh, I have an antique button. Oh, wow. Big spender. Okay, here are your passes, Dare. Have fun, and remember, it's nature's way or the highway. <laughs> I've seen the ads. Okay, next, please. <gasps> All right, Mindy, why don't you grab a map from over there, and we'll figure out where we want to go. Okay. Here's a map for you. Thanks. Let me just see here. Whoa, this place is huge. You've got the float like an otter wave pool. Ooh, the sugar glider zip line. Bison bunting bumper cars. <gasps> there it is, Guy Ross, right there on the map. What, Mindy? It's the ride I came here for. The slingshot sheriff? Yeah, Grandma G-Force and Thomas Fingerling came here last week, and they said that this ride was absolutely bonker balls. Or maybe it was barfy balls? Anywho, it's based on the slingshot spider from Peru. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You want to check it out? I don't know, Mindy. I'm usually more of a, you know, T 
teacups and cotton candy kind of guy. Oh, come on, Guy Razzie. The whole thing is based on new research from a team of scientists at the Georgia Institute of Technology. Really? <laughs> Anything for science? <sighs> Anything for science. Yes. Okay, so how do we get there? It looks like the ride is all the way on the other side of the park. Oh, man, it's a long way to walk. Oh, but look, there's a monorail stop right next to it. Yeah, and according to this map, there's a monorail station just up this path. We can hop on and take it to the Slingshot Sheriff ride on the other side of the park. Ah, perfect. I love it when a plan comes together. Come on, let's go, Mindy. Right behind you. Oh, Reggie, are you coming? Oh, okay. What'd he say, Mindy? Oh, Reggie says he wants to go ride the Sky Voyager. It's one of those virtual reality rides that lets you experience what it's like to fly like a bird. Uh, but Reggie is a bird. Eh, what can you do? The bird wants what he wants. <laughs> okay, have fun. Catch up with you later, Reg. All right, monorail this way. So tell me more about this slingshot spider. Okay, well, first of all, this spider is tiny. How tiny? I'm talking only around a millimeter long. One millimeter? That's like five times smaller than a grain of rice. Yeah, and it's only a teeny tiny bit bigger than a grain of sand. Wow, I'm surprised those researchers from the Georgia Institute of Technology were even able to find any of these little spiders. Yeah, and it's even more impressive when you find out that these teeny tiny spiders live in the super dense Amazonian rainforests in Peru. Huh. And what's so special about these spiders? Well, let's just say they have a very unique way of hunting. Huh. Okay. Well, I know lions usually chase down their prey, and falcons dive and swoop in on their prey, and don't most spiders just catch their prey in their sticky spider webs? Well, sometimes, yes, but this tiny spider does things a little bit uh, differently. Differently? Oh, yeah. Welcome to the Kingfisher monorail system, the most aerodynamically efficient monorail system in North America. Looks like we're here, Mindy. Hey there, folks. Hey, aren't you the same ticket taker from the park entrance? Nope, that was my brother Bjorn. My name's Anders. Welcome to the Kingfisher monorail system. Kingfisher monorail system? You mean like the Kingfisher bird? Yep, that's right. We took the most aerodynamically shaped beak in the animal kingdom here and used it to model the nose of the monorail there. It cuts through the air like a hot knife through. I can't believe it's not butter. Ah, like the Shinkansen. Oh, bless you. No, I didn't sneeze. Oh. I'm talking about the Shinkansen, the, the Japanese bullet train. What are you talking about, Guy Raz? Well, it's another classic example of biomimicry, Mindy. Back in the 1980s and 1990s, the Japanese completely redesigned their high-speed trains. They were inspired by the beak of a kingfisher and then used it to reshape the nose of the train to make it faster and more efficient. Oh, and it looks like the monorail in this biomimicry world theme park has done the same thing? 
Yep. So if I could just take a look there at the passes here, I can get you on your way there. Sure thing. Here you go. Okay. Thank you. Good day now. And here's mine. Oh, this one here is all sticky there. Later, Tater. Okay. Bye then. The next monorail will arrive precisely in 10, 9, 8, 7654321. Nailed it. All aboard, Mindy. All aboard, Guy Razi. Ah. Okay, let's see here. Uh, looks like it's only a couple of stops. I can't wait, I can't wait, I can't wait, I can't wait, I can't wait! So you were saying this slingshot spider has a different way of hunting its prey? Oh, yeah. And it's all in the name. Slingshot? You got it. So, it uses a tiny slingshot to hunt its prey? Well, not exactly. See, the slingshot spider is the slingshot. Or at least its web is the slingshot. Huh? Okay, so using its webbing as a sort of elastic band, the spider creates a cone-shaped web that it winds back. And then, sometimes hours later, when a fly or a mosquito comes into range, bam! It launches itself at its target, and the slingshot spider has captured its prey. Whoa, it must be pretty quick to catch a fly out of midair. You have no idea, Guy Raz. This little spider is able to accelerate 100 times faster than a cheetah. Yikes, those mosquitoes don't stand a chance. Not a chance. So those researchers from Georgia Tech are trying to figure out how something so small can travel so fast? Well, sort of. I mean, they're dolphinately interested in how the spider is able to accelerate so fast. But they're also interested in the spider's web that it uses for the sling. I'm guessing it's pretty special then. Oh, yeah. This web is super strong and able to hold incredible amounts of energy when the slingshot spider pulls it back into place. Huh. Next stop. Slideshow Alley. This is us, Mindy. All aboard! All aboard! Thank you for choosing the Kingfisher monorail system. Whoa! Check out all these rides, Mindy. Unbelievable. The gecko wall? Oh, yeah. That's the one where they shove you in this suction cuffy suit and you gotta shimmy up the wall like a gecko. <laughs> this is so fun. Oh, right. <gasps> Check out this one. It's the mantis shrimp punching bag. The mantis shrimp punching bag? Oh, yeah. You know how the mantis shrimp has the fastest punch in the entire animal kingdom? Yeah, enough to knock out its prey and boil the water around its claw. Right. Well, this punching bag here tells you how fast your punch is. And then it looks like it compares it to how fast the mantis shrimp punches. You got it. Check it out. Oh, please. Okie doke. Just let me scan your pass. Oh, hey. Anders from the train. Train? Oh, you mean Anders from the monorail. Or wait, are you Bjorn? Nope, I'm Henrik. Their brother. Oh, well, you all sound like the same person. Oh, yeah, we get that a lot. <sighs> okay, now step up to the punching bag and make sure to wait for the... 
Okay, never mind then. Sheesh. People these days just hauling off and punching stuff before they even know what's what, I tell you. Oh, results already. Okay, who's next there? See, Guy Raz, I was able to punch this bag at a speed of 20 miles per hour. Which is about nine meters per second. That's pretty quick, Mindy. Well, I have been working out, so... And the mantis shrimp punches about two and a half times as fast as that. Oh, bonker balls! Oh, well, good try anyway, Mindy. Hey, let's go find that slingshot sheriff spider ride. Oh, already found it! Look, it's right over there. Mindy, that thing is massive. Okay, so remember, the slingshot spider is only about a millimeter long. Yeah. But its web... Which is what it uses to launch itself at its prey like a rubber band. Right. Its web is much, much bigger. So this ride has been scaled up to human size. Wow is right. Come on, I can't wait any longer. Race ya. Mindy, wait up! Howdy, partner, and welcome to the Slingshot Sheriff, the world's fastest accelerating ride, inspired by the Peruvian Slingshot Spider. Oh man, a line of people? That's not very nature-inspired. Actually, Mindy, many insects like ants and termites form lines and cues when going out to get food and then returning to the nest. Yeah, but I bet those termites and ants didn't pay extra for a speedy pass. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. We have a speedy pass. Yeah, you and everyone else. This is the speedy pass line. Bunker balls. So what were those researchers from Georgia Tech trying to learn from the slingshot spider? Well, like I was saying, the slingshot spider accelerates really, really fast. And acceleration and speed are different, right, Mindy? Yes. Acceleration is a change in speed. So from like zero to 100 miles per hour in three seconds. Yes. And that would be a very fast acceleration. Whereas 100 miles per hour would be the speed. Exact Doritos. Okay, I think I got it. So how fast does this little spider accelerate? Well, let's see. So the fastest human on the planet... Usain Bolt. Yes. So when he explodes off his starting block at the start of a race, his acceleration is around 300 times slower than this little spider when it flings itself from its web. Wow. And moving that fast, that quickly, subjects it to some rather intense G-forces, if you know what I mean. What does your grandma have to do with all this? Not grandma G-force, Guy Raz. The actual gravitational force applied to your body. Oh, right, of course. I remember uh, G-force is that heavy feeling you get when you're on a roller coaster. Yeah, so on a roller coaster, you'll typically experience around three, four, maybe five. Five G-forces, even? Uh-huh. And a fighter pilot, when doing all of those crazy twists and turns in their jets, can actually get up to around 10 G-forces. Right. And so how many G-forces does this spider experience when it launches itself from its web? 
130 G-forces. 130? Yep. That's enough to make a fighter pilot black out ten times over. Whoa. But here's the thing. Unlike other high flyers in the animal kingdom, like frogs, crickets, or even grasshoppers, the slingshot spider does not rely only on its leg muscles to produce all of the power it needs to launch itself so quickly. Right. This spider instead uses its web to accelerate at such high speeds. Exactoritos. And what's blown these scientists' brains is how this little teeny tiny spider is able to pull back and then hold this slingshot in place for hours at a time. Because I imagine it has to wait a while for a fly or a mosquito to come near its web. You know it. And it takes a crazy amount of energy to pull this slingshot back and then even more energy to keep it in place for hours on end. So how do they do it? Well, they're still studying it, but... But? They think that this spider might have some sort of locking mechanism in its legs that allow it to pull itself into place, then cock itself, ready to fire as soon as its prey comes into view. Huh. Which is exactly how this ride seems to work. Speaking of which, looks like we're up next, Guy Raz. Uh, yay. Okay, who's next there? Oh, me, 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 me. We're next. We're next. All right, you two, just take a seat here and we'll get you launched there. Don't mind if I do. Woo, comfy. And uh, which popular Norwegian name do you have? Sven, Oli, Thor. Oh, don't you recognize me? Uh, no. It's Bjorn from the front gate. Of course it is. Okay, strapping you in. I'm not so sure about this, Mindy. And that'll do. Okay, have fun now. This is so exciting, I'm gonna barf. Uh... Please hold on, barf, until after the ride has come to a complete stop there. Oh, come on. Uh, Mindy, are you sure these elastic ropes are safe? Yes, of course I'm not sure they're safe, Guy Raz. But, and this is a big but, they are based directly off the slingshot spider silk that it uses for its web, which is another reason why the scientists were interested in researching this spider. Why? Well, because the silk that these spiders use is able to hold much, much more energy than anything us humans have ever made. Really? Yeah, they're hoping to use the web's energy-storing secrets to create a potential power supply for tiny robots and other little devices. Well, I guess that makes me feel a little better. Oh, come on, Guy Razzie. Anything for science? Anything for science. Anything for science. Anything for science. Three. Two. One. And here we We'll be right back. Grown-ups, this message is for you. 
This message for parents comes from Storytime with Josh and Blue, Nickelodeon's official Blue's Clues and You podcast. Grown-ups and kids can join Josh and Blue on more adventures. In each episode, Josh helps Blue settle down by reading her a story. You'll hear Josh having lots of fun, doing tons of silly voices, all leading to the grand finale, a restful snooze for a dog named Blue. Binge all 10 episodes of Storytime with Josh and Blue wherever you get your podcasts. And catch Blue's Clues and You on Nickelodeon. This message for parents comes from NPR sponsor Teladoc. Teladoc is here for you with 24-7 access to board-certified doctors who can diagnose and treat non-emergency conditions like sinus infections, allergies, rashes, and more. And Teladoc's doctors can, where authorized, call in a prescription to be filled at the pharmacy of your choice. Download the app today or visit teladoc.com NPR. The past is never past, and every headline has a history. I'm Ramtin Arablouei. I'm Randa Abdel-Fattah, and we're the hosts of Throughline, NPR's history podcast. Each week, we go back in time to better understand the present. Bringing lesser-known stories and perspectives to the surface. Subscribe and listen to Throughline from NPR. That's it. Back to the show. Time ago, palm trees used to go in, to grow in Antarctica. Isn't that bonker balls? Say hi to Grandma G Force and Reggie for me. Oh, isn't that nice? <laughs> Bye. Hi, Mindy. Hi, Guy Raz, and hi, Reggie. <laughs> I'm Andrew, and I live in Bernie, Texas. My wow in the world is that monarch butterflies travel more than a thousand miles to reach Mexico and their high rating grounds. Bye. Hi, my name is Harrison. And my name is Savannah. We live in Parker, Colorado. Our wow in the world is that Jupiter has 79 moons. Isn't it's that bonker ball? Say hi, Reggie. And Dennis. Ahoy there. And the sleigh captain, Thomas Figuerlake. I'm the first one of all. Bye. Indian Guy Raz. My name's Ronan. I'm eight years old. I'm from Los Angeles, California. My wow is that fire can be put out by sound. Isn't that a bonker ball? Say hi to Grandma G-Force, Bucky, Dennis, Thomas Fingerling, and Chandler. Hi! Hi, Guy Raz. I'm Beth, and I live in Newton, Massachusetts. And my wow is when octopuses dream they change color. Bye, love your show. Hi, Mindy and Guy Raz. This is Elizabeth from New Milford, Connecticut. My wow in the world is that honeybees have little hairs on their eyes to help them collect pollen. Isn't that bonker balls? Bye, I love your show. Hi, Mindy and Guy Raz. I'm Romy. And I'm Beth. We live in Vancouver, B.C. My wow in the world is that... Only female mosquitoes suck your blood, not males. And my wow in the world is that whales can fart. Hi, Dennis. We have a question for you. Why does blood taste like metal? 
Hmm, why does blood taste like metal? Oh, I know. It's a trick question. It is metal. <laughs> Hemoglobin? Well, that doesn't sound real. Bye. See you later. End of messages. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for hanging out with us this week on Wow in the World. And to keep the wow rolling, check out this week's scientific conversation starters at our website, wowintheworld.com. And grown-ups, there you can find more info on how your kids can become members of the World Organization of Wowzers, shop our wow shop, upload photos and videos to us, and check dates for our upcoming live events. That's wowintheworld.com. Our show is produced by Jed Anderson. Who provides the bells, whistles, and silly characters. Say hello, Jed. Yellow. Our show is written by me, Guy Raz, and Thomas Van Kalken, who also provides silly characters. Tom? Hello there. Thanks also to Jessica Bodie, Anna Zagorski, Rebecca Caban, Kit Ballinger, and Alex Curley. Meredith Halpern-Ranzer powers the wow at Tinkercast. Our theme song was composed and performed by The Pop-Ups. For more on their three-time Grammy-nominated all-ages music, find them at thepopups.com. And grown-ups, you can follow Wow in the World on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Wow in the World. And our email address is hello at wowintheworld.com. And if you're a kid with a big wow to share with us, call us at 1-888-7-WOW-WOW for a chance to be featured at the end of the show. Also, if you haven't already done so, please subscribe to Wow in the World on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, leave us a few stars, a review, or just tell a friend about the show. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, keep keep on wowing. Jinx! Cast and sent to you by NPR. How do we reinvent ourselves? And what's the secret to living longer? I'm Anoush Zamarodi. Each week on NPR's TED Radio Hour, we go on a journey with TED speakers to seek a deeper understanding of the world and to figure out new ways to think and create. Listen now.